Maura Murray, Episode 2, After the Crash. The first witness after Maura's crash was a woman who lived in the area who said she heard a noise, looked out her window, and saw that there had been an accident. So she calls the police and reports the wreck. This woman tells the 911 operator that she saw a man smoking in the passenger seat. She would later go on to change her story and say, no, she doesn't think it was a man that she saw, maybe just a red light on Maura Murray's cell phone. This has never actually been explained. Witness two was another neighbor who looked out his window and saw what he said was a woman wandering around the car. And he also said he saw one of his other neighbors pull up beside the car. This leads us to witness three. Witness three was also a third neighbor. Witness three is a neighbor that lives there and was coming home when he saw that Maura had been in an accident. He stopped and he spoke to her directly, asking her if she was okay, if she needed help, and did she want to use his phone to call the police. Maura tells him, no, that won't be necessary. I've already called AAA. This turns out to be a lie because AAA has no record of that call and there is absolutely no cell phone service on that road, which is why the third witness went on home and proceeded to call the police to report the accident because he knew that Maura was lying. Now, witness four was actually on her way home from work and in coming the road she travels every night coming home from work, she is passed by a police SUV number 001. She keeps driving, and a few minutes later, she is passed again by a police SUV, and again, it was number 001. So how did the same vehicle pass her twice? Well, if you're on that road, just past where he passed her the first time, there is a side road. And if you take that road, you can go around and come out on the same road, just in a different area. So apparently, after he passed her the first time, he had taken that side road, gone around, and come back out on that same road, accidentally getting behind her again, so he went past her again. Now, as Witness 4 drives on, she comes up on the accident and sees SUV 001 parked nose-to-nose with a car, blue lights flashing. She drives on past the accident but stops just past it in front of the third witness's house. She turns and looks back at the accident and thinks, well, there's nothing I can really do. My cell phone don't work. The cops are already here, so I'm just going to go on. So she goes on home. However, on her way, she is passed by a car going in the opposite direction. So while she is driving one direction, a car go a car going in the other direction, which would be towards the accident, goes past her. Now, nothing is ever said. We don't know who was in that car or where they went. But we have four witnesses so far. And witness four, who just drove past the accident, said that she did not see anyone walking or running on the road, either before seeing 
the accident or after seeing the accident. Now, Witness 4 also said that Maura's car did not look like it had even been in an accident and that the car was just parked beside the road facing the wrong direction. The EMTs and police show up and one of the EMTs happens to look down and notice there is a rag stuffed in the tailpipe of Mara Murray's car. He points this out to the other people on the scene because he finds it really odd. Now, the police say that the car was locked. Mara was nowhere to be seen. There was no blood. There was no body. There was no signs of a scuffle, but there was no Mora Murray anywhere to be found. There are no footprints leading into the woods, so she apparently didn't walk off into the woods. And basically, all they do is call for a tow truck and have the car towed away. They do not form a search party. They do not question neighbors about what they may have seen. They simply make note that the car is locked and that she is nowhere to be found and then they have the car towed away. The tow truck driver takes the car and he takes it to his house, not to the garage where he's supposed to take it. He just simply takes it to his house. So after the accident, we have had four witnesses, three of them being neighbors that lived there where the accident happened and none of them came out to offer a hand. Uh, the only one that did offer to help was witness number three and she turned him down and the police didn't really do anything other than have the car towed away they didn't try to find her they didn't search for her and they just simply had the car towed away and a tow truck driver who decided to take the car home with him instead of taking it to the garage where he is legally supposed to take it and he had it there for i don't think anybody knows for sure how long but as far as details go those are the details of what happened after, immediately after, Maura Murray's accident. No one knows where she went. No one has found her. On episode three, I will try to cover things that led up to the accident, be it days, weeks, or even months leading up to the car accident. And hopefully that episode will be coming soon.